Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Thank you so much for joining us for this new episode of You You Never Never Studied. So glad to be with you. If you're watching with us on the live stream, thank you so much there on Evan's Facebook page. You can also grab old episodes at youneverstudied.com. You can like or subscribe. We would love for you to share it as an early Thanksgiving gift to us or when you listen to this, uh, early Christmas gift, depending on when you give yourself a listen. Yes. Uh, but yeah, like, share, subscribe, let your friends know just how wonderful it is. I'm Hans, and today we're going to do it Zoom style uh, across Superman the uh, across the internet that. from Evan. Our we are Zoom style Arthur, this time. Our Arthur, Co- our Arthur, Arthur. Evan. Um, yes, author of Thalesman's Code, wonderful sponsor of the podcast. His book actually has sponsored it. Yes. Uh, so thank you so much. That's you actually true, to- because if you buy copies of the book, it does help pay for uh, podcast things. There uh, you go. The our real our real uh, sponsor is PlaybackyardGames.com. Putting together that wonderful website, YouNeverStudy.com. So thank you so much for that. Get over there for all of your Thanksgiving needs. Yes. If, if they are games. <laughs> no, he's selling turkeys this year. Backyard turkeys. In backyard turkeys. Just turkey frying, turkey frying kits. Well, I'm going to do something a little different. Uh, we're going to we're going to give an uh, homage to a person who has meant a lot to Evan and to me. Yes. Uh, since I mean, since at least middle school. I was going to say middle school for sure. Yeah. At least middle school, um, and so this starts at about two forty in the morning. <laughs> uh, many many years ago. So what? However many years ago that is. I twenty five. Uh, I mean, like twenty five yeah, years ago. Twenty five like, years yeah. ago. Whatever. 20, it is. I think he's been on the air. For, he's been on the air for like since nineteen ninety. Wait, you can't say on the air yet. We can't give it away. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Now. Now. Okay. Forget mm-hmm. it. Go, Evan. Now they know that this person has been on the air. <laughs> no. Keep going. Keep going. No. Tell, I, I can't. I, okay. Fine. So. Uh, long, long ago, there were certain people who have made an impact on us. Certain person. So I'd say people. You know, you got Max. Okay, now Uh, you're giving stuff away. Well, I named a name. I didn't actually say the one that mattered the most. All right, all right. right. Um, But we have been fans of late night TV show for some time. Correct. Uh, I never really liked Leno. No. Um, I liked Colbert before. Uh, Colbert's popular now. I liked him more when he was definitely satire. Yeah, when he like, was satirical. When he was playing a character. Now yeah. that he's playing himself. I'm like, well, this isn't as fun. Yeah. Uh, but he got Letterman's seat. I really liked Letterman. I thought I've always felt like Letterman could be. Uh, how would I put it? Like Letterman was the guy who you were able. Like, I was like, he always feels like he's a smart, the smartest guy in the room. Yes. Talking to him. Yes. Like, just very, very good at interviewing. Really had yeah, no I, problem with people. I feel like Letterman's crazy. strength was always the fact that he was an amazing interviewer. Yeah, so really and good still at interviewing. Is. <laughs> and that's had, what yeah, his, and show his Netflix is now. show. Yeah, you know, my, uh, uh, my next guest or needs yeah. no introduction or whatever yep. it is for my next yep. guest. Yep. Uh, whatever his Netflix show is, so I really like Letterman. But there is one that Evan and I have followed since those times at two thirty, two forty in the morning, and that yes. is Conan O'Brien. So Conan O'Brien. yeah, late night with Conan O'Brien. For those that are outside of the Houston area, you might not know this, but back in the day when Conan had first started his late night show in the mid '90s, the only way to watch it if you lived in the Houston metro area was to stay up absurdly late at two thirty-five in the morning 
it would come on NBC finally because Houston, the the affiliate network in Houston that ran ABC, which is still Channel Two here, decided NBC. that uh, yeah, N- NBC, sorry, uh, that decided that they didn't like Conan O'Brien and they didn't think Houston would would respond well to Conan O'Brien. So Conan was on everywhere. I mean, almost every other like local market at twelve thirty. Yeah, after Leno. After Leno, and uh, not so. Not so. He actually did, and you can still find this episode. He actually did an episode where he came to Houston. It's wonderful. And drove around at two thirty in the morning. Well, I guess it would be people. eleven. It would be eleven thirty, right? Because late night comes on at ten thirty. Uh, so, or I'm saying the Tonight Show came on at ten thirty. So it would have been eleven thirty. Yeah, like, they always said twelve. Excuse me. They always said they yeah. always said twelve thirty because in New York and it was Eastern. yeah Eastern. But here, yeah, here it would have come so, on at eleven thirty. But it he didn't. would be driving around, you know, in the middle of the night, and he'd talk to people on the road in Houston, or he'd actually watch his goes show to with a, somebody. Goes to a bus station and watches his show on one of those ancient like bus station armrest TVs. That's he's right. Talking to somebody who's trying to watch it, and they're like annoyed that he's talking to him. They don't recognize that it's him. It's awesome. So, uh, so if you follow the arc of Conan's career, of course, it was very successful as a writer for The Simpsons. Yes, <laughs> so and and Saturday. Let's Night not forget yeah. that he was writing for The Simpsons. Then he jumped over, and what did he do? He took Letterman's spot. Did I get that right? Correct. So, so it used to be Late Night with David Letterman, and right. so Letterman and Letterman became, went to CBS, went to CBS, and got his own Late Show, the Late Show, and uh, so which Conan now Conan slotted in behind Letterman on NBC, or uh, correct in place of Letterman on NBC. Correct. And so Late Night with Conan O'Brien, which is still his longest running show to date, um, uh, of all the shows that he's done, he he ran Late Night for almost twenty years, um, and Late Night, uh, Late Night was what Evan watched all through high school, all through college. And uh, Conan, what, what makes Conan unique, we talked a little bit about Letterman. Let, Letterman's a fantastic interviewer uh, and is incredibly smart. Conan, also incredibly smart, but absurd. Uh, where, where, whereas Letterman was, was more reserved yeah, in his Letterman humor, drier. Was, he was much more like Johnny Carson. Letterman yes. had a certain level of, yeah. uh, there was like a reverence to Yeah, the decorum. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, and very dry, whereas Conan is not dry. Conan is zany and absurd. I mean, he even said, like, his, he wanted to do something that had way more sketches, had uh, many more bits and absurdist ideas in there, which, of course, like Triumph the Insult Comic Dog and all these other things that, are a big part of what his show became right uh, are all part of conan's personality and of course many of his writers um that where where it became almost it was a variety show that had sketches and all these other elements to it as well as a late night talk show with interviews and a band and 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 all those and musical guests and all the normal uh, tropes of the of the genre at the time and what was amazing about conan and still is amazing is he had this tremendous ability to make fun of himself i mean the biggest butt of every episode i felt like was conan you know like conan was constantly constantly being uh made fun of or 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 was made fun of him uh, you know as he would make a, a an idiot of himself and so what i always loved about conan was his ability to uh, make himself the butt of of other people's jokes, and, and uh, one of the, <laughs> one of the ways that, uh, and of course, he had like you said, other other people on the show, Max Weinberg, Andy Richter, his co host, uh, who was there off and on, and uh, uh, he eventually got the Tonight Show because he had just uh, he had resonated so well with uh, kind of late Gen X. Well, and, I think and I mean you're 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 really toning this down. I think they're like you're like you're talking about it like you're narrating for the documentary. All right, all right, all right, like. 
most of these guys have one move in them, right? Like they kind of go, hey, I'm at this spot. And now I'm going to go over to this spot. Yeah. So like Letterman was like, I'm at the, I'm, I'm the second show, and now I'm the first show on a competing network. Yes. Right. Colbert had his show on Comedy Central. When Letterman left, Colbert moved over and got his. You know, like they have, they, they kind of have their second, their, their kind of second tier show. Then they get their first tier show. Yep. Conan did not get. <laughs> Conan's had more moves in him since this move. Yes. Uh, uh, then, then most of these other guys had right. So Conan's there, and he gets his slot to fill in after Leno. Leno yeah. didn't really seem to like that idea very much. I forget how long it lasted. Uh, so, so you can go down the. You, I go I sometimes go down the rabbit hole of trying yeah. to follow the timeline. He gets the show, but then Leno doesn't want him to have the show. So Leno tries to uh, move the slot around. And so then, I can tell you exactly how it happened. So well, you better not take 20 minutes. No, not at all. all right, I'm ready. Brian gets the show well ahead of when he's actually going to receive it. He Correct. Gets it, he gets it in like two five years, nine, a five year deal that says in five years, we will give you the tonight show. There's a sunset deal on, on Leno. He's going to have five more years and then he's going to retire. Except Leno seemed to not really want to retire. Like that right. deal, that deal didn't really seem like Leno was going to do it, but he did it. And he left, and uh, Conan got the Tonight Show. They gave him a new set. He moved to Los Angeles because his, his whole staff, yeah, his everybody goes. Staff, moved to Los Angeles, and got this brand new set, Art Deco, beautiful set for the Tonight Show. And then Conan was himself <laughs> in in, prime, in the in the prime late night slot, which uh, well, Leno was the number one guy for a long time. Uh, right. in his slot and conan was the number one guy in his slot but when conan took his ba- basically exact same late night show and moved it in a bigger the, studio in a yeah. bigger studio to the tonight show with more money uh it was not as well received by the older demographic that liked leno a lot right and so what ended up happening very quickly within the span of a year was they opted to bring leno into a primetime show at yeah at, he was at, before it yes. half hour show yes uh and uh they wanted um they wanted him to have a primetime show before it and move the the tonight show up and conan balked at that and said i don't want to do that um and so they put they put uh <laughs> what you call it uh the uh show at 11 where they were going to and he walked away and said, I'm not doing it. Because, again, Conan also has very much reverence for the, the Tonight Show. And he goes, the Tonight Show has always been at 1130 Eastern Time, 1030 our time. I'm not going to move it to midnight. That's literally the morning show. That's the next yeah, day. Yeah, right. And so he, would, he refused, and he left the show. He gave and the show up. He gave the show up, and <laughs> Leno took it back and had it for another couple of years. Yeah, and then Fallon took and it. And then Fallon, Fallon took it. Because Fallon, guy, like, and that was the other thing he said. He goes, I'm not going to do that to Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon's going to be on at 1 in the morning. Like he, he yeah. was, he, so he was kind of looking at it like that. That's bad for everyone except for Jay Leno. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and, and so like he, he left and made a competing show, uh, on uh, TBS, which he has now done for 10 years. He, uh, he was, he was legally not allowed to appear on television for like eight months. Yeah. He had there. a certain amount of time where legally, he legally barred from being on television tour where he did and like then, an audience <laughs> show with his and, band. Well, and that was funny because like in the, in the meantime, he's kind of building whatever's going to come next for him. Uh, like this is anybody who has like a non-compete, like, Hey, yeah. I, 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 while I do nothing, I'll figure out what I, what I would do. What what I'm I not allowed do. to do. I'll figure out something else. 
so he has this show, and I think he was even NBC told him you can't take your characters with him, and he was like, "Screw that! What are they gonna do? Like fire me?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so he kind of brings his show in. The thing that Conan always did, which was funny for his age. I mean, he's not old; he's in his fifties. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, fifty-seven now. He was always with maybe our generation on being engaged in media. So like he yes. was pushing content to YouTube. He, during this time in TBS, he got a podcast. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, which like, is one so, of the top 10 podcasts, like in the, in so the, he started entire, to branch yeah. out and it almost mm. felt like once he got to TBS, he was like, you know what? I don't really care. I'm just going to do what I want. And I, you think that's the end of the story, but then the news drops this week that it's not the end of the story. Conan's now going to make even another move that's after right. this. So he's going to now jump into not network he's saying see you later network yeah he's saying I'm see you later streaming yeah so so he was on he was on major network then he switched to basic cable as at, again kind of as things like daily show and th- things like that were taking off and he was like you know what i could probably get away with more on cable i'll do that so he did that for 10 years on tbs now he is sunsetting that deal and he uh, according to slash film is is going to in 2021 take his new show whatever it's going to be called uh, to HBO Max, which is not HBO over the cable airs, but they're, they're the HBO streaming, plus yeah, the streaming everything setup. else. Yeah, streaming service that has its own original content. So he will be moving to streaming for a weekly, not nightly, but weekly hour-long variety show. But he'll still do his podcast. He will still do his podcast, and he will also still do Conan Without Borders. Conan Without Borders, Which right, is all of his show. remotes travel shows that are hilarious, like him going right. Whoop. Um, which is a very, very, very funny show. Um, but what was funny is he said in 1993, this is Conan, Johnny Carson gave me the best advice of my career. As soon as possible, get to a streaming platform. <laughs> I'm thrilled that I get to continue doing whatever the hell is I do on HBO Max. And I look forward to a free subscription. So that's his official statement. Yeah, that's his statement about it. <laughs> about it. So Johnny Carson in 1993 told him to get on a streaming service as soon as possible. Yeah, so he goes from second tier network show to first tier network show to the, cable show, yeah, basic cable show. Now to streaming show. Yes, while also doing podcasting, and um, he, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people. Uh, even this article, this is uh, Hoy Trambui on um, uh, Slash Film. She says, uh, and, and this is like commentary, right? But it's true. It's just part of his story. It's a nice little triumph of O'Brien after the comedian and late night host was infamously done dirty by NBC during its abbreviated he run so was, as the host dude. of the Tonight Show. I mean, almost everybody goes to bat like the team coco hashtag which is still a thing which uh, was started by tom hanks was started by tom hanks during <laughs> in an the, interview because the he, was junk. Like, he got the, screwed because right. all of his guests would be like i'm so sorry what's happening to you man and conan ever the gentleman would just be like hey we don't need to talk about that and he's like coco coco <laughs> the whole time and so that's team coco right. became his brand like he yeah that's it team coco's on twitter and that's a team coco youtube page it's all I, there i tried to find it in my old twitter thread but i've deleted so many old tweets uh, i don't have it anymore but uh, uh probably circa when the tonight show stuff happened which was around 2010 i think so about 10 years ago um i i tweeted like when when the news broke that jimmy fallon got the tonight show uh after leno finally stepped down and that it didn't go back to conan but jimmy fallon was going to take it and conan had already like congratulated him and, and all that i i said i'm i'm happy for jimmy fallon and uh, Jay Leno's terrible Team Coco forever, and and Team Coco retweeted it, uh, and so like that was one of my few retweets along with Star Wars. Uh, so and author and retweeted by a retweeted uh, by brand. a brand Team Coco, and I think that uh, 
I think that what was great about this, you sent me a tweet from Dave uh, Itzkoff. I don't know who Dave Itzkoff is, by the way. Um, but it was a it was an interesting it was an interesting tweet. He screenshotted an old interview uh, where he, he was talking with Conan about legacy. And Conan, of course, has a very different legacy than a lot of these guys do, which is right. you got your big show, you're on network. And he's like, I got that for a year and then I got done dirty. And then I had to find something else to do because I was in my 40s still. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like, uh, and so he's been doing other things. But uh, uh, they said, is this how you want to go out with a show that gets smaller and smaller until it's gone? Now, one of the things you may or may not know is his TBS show, he decided to shrink to a 30-minute show. Right. Uh, he, did, over, he, did, he did a big yeah. format change. He did a big format change that was just one or two sketches and an interview. Uh, with one guest and it got rid of the band and a b- bunch of stuff. And, uh, and so they said, is, is that how you want to go out with a show that gets smaller and smaller until it's gone? And he said, maybe that's okay. I think you have more of a problem with that than I do. Like talking to an interview, you have more of a problem with that than I do. At this point in my career, I could go out with a grand 21 gun salute and climb into a rocket and the entire Supreme court walks out and they joint jointly press a button and I'm shot up in the air and there's an explosion and it's orange and it spells good night and God love. In this culture, two years later, it's going to be, who's Conan? <laughs> this, this is going to sound grim, but eventually all our graves go unattended. And then the, he goes, you're right, it does sound grim. And he goes, sorry, Calvin Coolidge was a pretty popular president. <laughs> and I've been to his grave in Vermont. It has the presidential seal on it. Nobody was there. And by the way, I'm the only late night host that's been to Calvin Coolidge's grave. I think that's what separates me from other hosts. <laughs> but what, so... What I love about Conan, and I know you love this too, is how self-effacing he is, how self-deprecating he is, because he, he touches on something a lot. And he said this on his last show of The Tonight Show, right before he was about to get canceled and lose it back to the guy who had it before, absurdly. He said, one of the things that I've learned in this business, and I think everybody needs to remember, is to not be cynical. Like, don't be cynical. Right, right. About, you know, and he, get, he gave this really strange kind of parting address, and then he played for Freebird with Will Ferrell, which was great. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. And it was what it was. I mean, it, it wasn't that he, that he didn't... Conan definitely had the higher ground as he left. Yes. Everybody knew it. Everybody knew that he was trying to take the high road. Everybody also knew that he got done dirty. And he said, hey, you could just be cynical and just burn every bridge and, and go scorched earth on this. But he didn't do any of that. Now, I don't think he and Jay Leno are friends. And I don't think they're ever going to be friends. But, but I also don't think that it, it slowed him down into still pursuing what he loved to do. But right. he also had a, I think, why he was able to be less cynical about it. And I, I do think he was understandably a little cynical about it uh but but less cynical than maybe a lot of other people would have been about it is because he has a a better understanding of what he does uh and and its importance and what i mean by that is he knows that he's an entertainer and he knows that what he's doing at at the end of the day is i have to get up and do this again tomorrow because it's not like all of this stuff is going to be timeless maybe i'll be lucky and some of the stuff will will stick around for a while after I'm gone. But most of the stuff that I'm doing at the end of the day isn't going to be remembered. Right. And, and I think that there is a, uh, he says, you know, like that sounds grim, but I think that there's a, there's a, there's a humbling reality that Conan has tapped into there. That's true for everybody. And what we all need to remember, because we can get this kind of puffed up self-important 
um, view of our own lives because we're the star of it. We're the star of our own lives. And somebody like Conan, who literally is the star of his show, this show is called Conan. And he, he said that he goes, I named it that because that way it would be harder to get taken from me. <laughs> so he made that joke when he when he decided to call his new show Conan because that's what everybody calls them anyway, right? We call them Letterman Leno. Um, so I, but I, but I think that I think that he's right. He's right. There, there is something about the 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 infinitesimal nature of all of our lives and everything that we're doing. Uh, and so I, I think to, to Jesus juke it a bit, obviously people have importance and they're put on this earth for a reason. So you don't want to get so um, uh, uh, far down that road that you just go, nothing matters and whatever. Um, and I don't think that that's what Conan's trying to do either, but I think he's just trying to put things in proper proportion. And, and I think a lot of times our proportion, especially in this day and age is, is off base. We are more self-important now than we used to be. A lot of people are more self-important and self-indulgent about their desires and their wants than they should be. Whereas Conan, I mean, not that all of the other late night hosts weren't trying to do things like this too, but Conan was one of the first ones to go, hey, you know what we should do instead of hosting this in our homes is we should just pay a venue to, to host this show. Um, uh, Did that you is see a recently where his stuff venue. got stolen? Yeah, yeah, his laptop yeah. and like some mics. And, yes, <laughs> he was I, like, "What other show is sitting around there going, <laughs> oh, hey, did you find our stuff? Like, we had some laptops <laughs> stolen, got some of our gear. You know, broke into the venue, broke into the you know yeah. the theater, and now we don't have our stuff. Like, even as that's going on, you go, a guy who's been on TV for whatever thirty five years, yeah, uh, you know, or however long it's been, yeah, uh, is is now is is going." Uh, Hey, I'm a. I'm kind of. I my stuff got stolen. Yeah, we're we're using different think, laptops. There's, there is a thing that I I would just say everybody, when you lose, and that I mean, it's a big deal. And I, I'm looking forward to the Conan book at the end of his you know career yeah. arc where he kind of writes his tell all. Yeah. Uh, but when you lose, uh, it is humbling. And you got to find yourself and figure out what's going on. Like, I don't think that, you know, he found God or something like that. But, like, you, like, like some of these guys, like, they just have this career of, of just crushing it. And Leno was at such a spot that, like, he felt I, – I, his hubris didn't let him let go, I would say. Like, oh, yeah. He, you know, he was far too committed to needing that affirmation, needing that role, needing that show. At, at that point in time, it wasn't about – do you need more money? No. Do you need more cars? Yeah. Don't need more cars. Yeah, like, I remember any of that. I actually remember Jimmy Kimmel, who was like talking to Jay Leno, and it was awkward because like he had he was guesting on his show, and he goes, "Why'd you do that to Conan?" <laughs> like he just like goes there with him, <laughs> and he goes, "Conan's got three kids. He's got an entire you know studio full of people that he's moved over there, uh, uh, or he's got two kids." And he was like, "All you have is cars." <laughs> like he because <laughs> Kimmel's. Oh, doesn't care about being a jerk and so like you uh, like and uh and jay and i think and they were separate it was like a video feed so they were yeah. separate they weren't in in person so i think he felt like he had the freedom to like say that and leno goes ah we don't want to get into that you know and just kind of like laughs it off just plays uh, it off yeah. yeah and and uh but you could tell like kimmel was like I, I mean that wasn't a joke that was just like a question <laughs> like well i think you know we all and i would say for anybody when you lose or you have some kind of significant crisis you do have to kind of go back and go, well, golly, like, I'm not who I thought I was. That happens when people lose their job. 
Yeah. I mean, even in the small, you know, you lose your job because of COVID or like you get yeah. demoted. Yeah. That's really what he did. He got promoted and then immediately demoted yeah. because one guy had a lot of power. Yeah. One guy had a lot of power and they didn't give him any runway to see if he could turn it right. Like, and he yeah. even said that he said, I, I didn't get a, I didn't get a runway. This was the other thing that, that like Conan said, I, I remember we, we left out a detail. They moved Leno to a new show at nine. He had an earlier show. He yeah, had an like, earlier like, and show. And then they moved nine. the slot. Yeah, and then they to. moved the slot because pe- and people would stop watching because that used to be that used to be like Law and Order or whatever, and so that people would watch Law and Order and then they'd watch the news and then they'd watch the Tonight Show, and they would put Leno at nine, and people were like, I don't really want to watch Leno. I wanted to watch Law and Order, and so they'd switch networks or go somewhere else, and so he didn't have a good lead in anymore because the the news used to be the lead in. So right, right. Leaving. And then they, like they talked about, all, and, and he's like, "So I didn't get the lead in that everybody else got the, new, the Law and Order in the news, which everybody wants." Um, and so, yeah, so, but I, I think you're right. I, I, I think that there are people um, that will go through things. Um, they will have a lot of influence. They will have a lot of power, and then they will lose the thing. In, in Leno's case, he lost it when he felt like he still had more time left in him. And, and everybody, but everybody feels that way. And like, right, no, no, absolutely, like, yeah, yeah. And and ev- everybody goes. Hey, I, I could, I could still, I could still do this. Right. Um, I could have made state. I could have throw, I could throw a football over the mountains. Uh, Uncle Rico. That's always what I think about. Like, like days gone by, you look back instead of ahead. You look back at, and you go, look at all the things that I've done. Surely that warrants me some more time or some more, uh, you know, ability. Okay. Maybe it's not as great as it was, but if I try a little harder, if I do that, and that's a, that's a human impulse. But, but I think, Conan has had the unique ability to look ahead and go, I can still do this. I can, I can find a new way to do this, a new flavor of this. His podcast is one of the most successful podcasts. I think that's the, the thing medium. with Conan is like, he never really stopped inventing. In fact, like yeah. his YouTube content is hilarious. YouTube is like, great. He, his podcast when, is amazing. When he goes and does stuff with Sona and like the rapport that he has with Sona, people like her more than him. That's the, and that's the <laughs> podcast too. The podcast, she's his co-host on the podcast and all she does is laugh. That's great. It's, it's it's just like, like she just doesn't care. Yeah, and makes fun of him. It makes fun and of him. Like, yeah, <laughs> and and he's she's he's constantly you know acting like her job is in jeopardy. Oh, it's just it's great. Well, and but I think that's the one thing is like some people who are too self important will never go there. Yeah, right. Like I, Leno wouldn't be able to make those kinds of jokes. He wouldn't no. be able to let people make fun of him like like that significantly in front of others. Uh, Letterman would, you know, but like I think still Letterman had that that uh, that awe or that reverence about the seat and the in the time and so he was certainly you know a goofy dude and he brought some like ham ham handedness to oh, that yeah spot. guy on fire uh, and- <laughs> uh you know but at the same time uh his interviews were were a big deal like a yeah. serious thing and it's funny because i think colbert is doing some more of that colbert has grown in popularity largely because colbert's just kind of gone whole hog political yes and like and kimmel is just kimmel yeah. You know, uh, not Kim, miss- not, sorry, not Kimmel. Uh, Fallon is just Fallon. Yeah, Fa- doing, Fallon's doing the opposite, right? He's Fallon's just being his guy, and yeah. and you know, like in Colbert since 2016, has been going with what hits. Yeah. And what hits is making fun of the president. Yeah. And so, like, he's just kind of landed there, and that's why I say I like Colbert. Colbert much more when he was acting like a fake pundit. Yeah. And that was funny. Laugh to me. at him, and yeah, he was- created his own super pack. Yeah, and, yeah. And, that and, was like, all. <laughs> and that did a commercial. <laughs> put but, a commercial but on no, the air. <laughs> but nobody was as absurd as Conan 
doing 1864 baseball. Man, wasn't that great? That's the best sketch that he's ever done. And he says it's the funniest thing he's ever done. It's absolutely the funniest thing he's ever done. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But that was like 20 years ago. And that I mean, was really? that was that was in the late night show. And he's but he he did that uh recently, like on his show. Like you know, he still owns that content. We can link to it in the in the show notes. But like 1864 baseball is Conan showing up at Central Park in New York with a bunch of cosplay people who dress like they're from the Civil War era and to play the original version of baseball that was from 1864 and pretend and talk in a period manner. That's right. And he, you know, Conan just thinks it's so stupid because it is. That was 2004. He's he's interviewing, yeah, so 16 years ago. Uh, He's interviewing all these people. Uh, and uh, hitting on the girls and and talk, you know talking to trying to trying to dig deeper into their characters and like oh who's your fa- who's your father oh, he's a farmer who's your farmer and yeah, like, yeah there's a lot of farmers oh, and yeah. then like the girl that he likes she's like he's a tailor and he's like oh okay tailor probably makes clothes yeah, for yeah, the yeah. farmer <laughs> <laughs> right, like, but then he gets in character at the end he puts the mustache on yeah, that's right like, put up your jukes you know throw your best apple hurler and uh, then points to the airplane what is that demonry uh, all that stuff. That's what makes Conan so fun for me. But I think what makes his his personality unique is his ability to not take himself seriously. And that shows up not just in his comedy. Obviously, it shows up in his comedy. He's willing to do a lot for a laugh. Um, but it shows up in how he kind of conducts himself in everyday life and, and how he's run his uh, his shows and his, his efforts. And uh, so I, I've always had a lot of respect for Conan. I wish him all the best for the HBO Max show, which I'm sure I will watch. Um, and uh, I, I listen to his podcast. Uh, it is better than this podcast, though Though there is some salty language, depending on who the guest is. Um, but Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is his podcast. Um, we'll link to the YouTube video of 1864 Baseball and, uh, and maybe also the um, people who need help. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty good. That was another good one. That's right. So I wish I could find it in eighth grade. Took a trip to New York city, went to NBC studios. I bought a Conan O'Brien hat, late night with Conan O'Brien hat and a late night with Conan O'Brien, uh, shirt. Uh, those have since been gone, but that was, I, I, I had hoped and dreamed that while I was there in eighth grade, summer of my eighth grade year, I would have seen Conan and I never did. True story though. I did see rent on yeah. that trip as an eighth grader. And I think afterwards there was a big meeting. Uh, and I think the teacher was like, uh, I just had a whole bunch of kids watch rent and I hope their parents are okay with it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because I don't think there was a lot of research done on the front end. Yeah. Uh, so didn't get to see Conan wished I would have still haven't met him, but if I did, uh, that would be my favorite celebrity encounter. But kids, just so you know, don't take yourself too seriously. No one's going to go to your grave except for Conan, even if you're the president. <laughs> so before we go, one one thing about Conan that will that will make you laugh and will also be a great way to take us out, which is when we say Conan doesn't take himself seriously, I was listening to a podcast that, that he was doing with, with some other people, uh, including um, Will Arnett, who plays Job in Arrested Development. And he was talking with Will Arnett about his inability. He has certain friendships where his inability to ever be fully serious with them. Uh, and they are all, they are constantly doing bits together. He first met Will Arnett at a party and Arrested Development was already going on, but they did not know each other. He met Will Arnett at a party and Will Arnett saw Conan across the room and Conan saw Will Arnett across the room. And Conan like went to go visit, you know, like walk over and go visit to him. And Will Arnett just pretended to be scared of him and run away. And so that was the first, that was the first, that was literally the first uh, interaction that they had. But the best is Will Ferrell and Conan were friends 
right as Will Ferrell got onto SNL and he started doing <laughs> bits on Conan. I, I think you remember where Will Ferrell would come on and do serious things, but then he would take off and turn into like the leprechaun. Do you remember that? When he would like yes. put, his, put his hat on. But <laughs> they met each other randomly, like not, not planned, in first class on an airplane, a New York to LA flight. And, and they were literally seated next to each other in, on the first class flight. And they were, they were still like getting to know each other. This was early on in their friendship. And Conan had a book and he was reading it and uh, he saw Will Ferrell come up to him and he's like, this is, this is my seat. And, and Conan goes, oh, oh well, well, and he's like, I'm just reading this book. And, and he goes, and without a word, it was understood between us that the bit was Conan has a book, but has no idea how to read. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would just go and he was like, I would just go, oh yes, books. I absolutely love books. I love all the words in them. And, and they would, and uh, uh, Will Ferrell would uh, uh, be like, well, uh, what's, what's your book about? It's a book that is, uh, has a lot of meaning for me. And then he was like, we did this the entire flight. He said, we never said, hey, how's your wife? What are your kids up to? It was none of that. It was just, ah, oh, books. And then he would leave. <laughs> and then like Conan would come back and he'd have the book upside down. <laughs> and Will Ferrell would be like, hey, you know, you should. And then, so like, that's Conan. Like Conan, he, he, he does not care. He does not take himself seriously. And that's what makes him great in my eyes. So, Conan O'Brien, all the best. Don't take yourself too seriously. Amen. That's all we got for this week, folks. Remember, like, share, subscribe, and buy Thalesman's code at Amazon.com. And EvanGodwell.com, which will link you to Amazon.com. Have a yes. happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas, everyone. Ba-da-da-da-da-ba-da-da-da.